From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Jennifer Vellen from Artemis Health. Jennifer, it's really nice to have you on. Thanks, Brad. It's great to be here. Really excited. So tell me a bit about yourself and about your company. Yeah, so I am the marketing leader for Artemis Health. And I have been with Artemis for about two and a half years. Before that, I actually was the marketing leader for 10 years at Paycor, a human capital management and payroll technology company. So I've been in the HR technology space for a while. Nice. Um, But at Artemis, one of the cool things that really drew me to Artemis is their passion for helping the healthcare system. We are driven to turn the world's health data into great healthcare everyone can afford. That's our mission. Mm. We think about that a lot. And people that we hire to join Artemis are really passionate about that. So it's probably helpful to just explain a little bit about what we do. Yeah. So we are a SaaS platform that helps HR benefits leaders at big enterprise companies and healthcare brokers and consultants to analyze all of their employee well-being data in one place. So it includes things like health insurance, prescription medication spend, financial programs, fitness Fitbit programs, and anything that might help with uh, specific conditions like diabetes or behavioral health challenges. So we take all that data from thousands of different vendors for our clients, And then we help them to see opportunities to make improvements in their offerings to their employees. Nice. That's very awesome. So it sounds like your target then from a marketing standpoint would be these large companies. Is that accurate to say? Yes. Yes. We focus on enterprise companies and they're probably the Fortune 5000, if you think of it that way. And then we also work a lot with healthcare consultants and Mm. also the big healthcare brokerage firms as well. Okay. Very cool. And and let's dive into a bit of what marketing looks like for you guys. What are things that you currently have in play and different programs you're running? And what does marketing really look like in this space? Yeah. I will say, first of all, right before the pandemic began, we started a big focus on account-based marketing. And we also had a big strategy called Take the National Stage. Hmm. can imagine both of these became challenges, many of the tactics supporting these strategies uh, during the pandemic. So we had to really reimagine how we were approaching our marketing. And we weren't able, of course, to go to all of those big conferences because there weren't any conferences. But our industry is so relationship oriented that we had to figure out ways to get creative. One of the things that we did was not only, of course, everyone was doing webinars, but we tried to create online experiences. You know, we bought hmm. some software to really improve the conference experience online. We sent out gifts, we had contests, we had live bands on air, nice. you know, and just tried to really make it something memorable and something special. And then also from an account-based marketing standpoint, a lot of our focus had been on direct mail and reaching people in their offices and having big parties and happy hours and things like that at different events. 
And all of those things are really challenging. So yeah, we've definitely had to reimagine account-based marketing as well and get really intentional about what types of content and experiences we can provide digitally to get people's attention. So um, totally. it has an interesting time, uh, but still finding ways around all of it. Yeah, I love that. It, it's it's awesome to talk about, hey, what's the last year look like for you? And what are some of those challenges and some of the things you've been focused on? And as you're looking at the year for account-based marketing, as we close out the second half of the year, what are some of the things you guys are thinking about with this? What are some of the approaches you're trying and all that kind of stuff? Yes, we're doing a couple of things. First, we are completely reevaluating our account-based marketing list. And we have put together a new scoring system. Part of it is around ideal fit for us, how innovative someone is and thinking about analytics, who they're using or not using today from a competitive standpoint, and also key things they've engaged with us on, whether it be our big digital conference or webinars or different content that we've sent. So we are rescoring our entire database and really looking at who rises to the top so that we can make sure that we are reaching out to those who are most likely to have a conversation with us. So that's the first thing. Secondly, we are growing our SDR team, which is exciting. We have a couple of people today, but we want to grow that team to five and get really intentional on a small targeted list that each of those five is focused on and having helping them to become true experts on those accounts and the buying committee members on those accounts as well. So those are some of the things that we're focused on from an ABM standpoint. Eventually, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be back at live conferences in the fall and we'll be able to send out special invitations for meet and greets and things of that nature. Because again, it's such a relationship-oriented industry that really having conversations face-to-face in person is really important. Nice. That's awesome. And yeah, just diving into that events piece of it, what's you guys' strategy for the rest of the year there? Are you going to go all in back to in-person as a hybrid strategy? What's your approach and how are you looking at that? Yes. A lot of that is determined by the partners we're working with who host these conferences that we attend. And so we do believe that they will move to all in person, maybe with a little bit of a a digital flair. Maybe you can still watch digitally, but that the conference will really be targeted at an in-person audience. But we're not positive really how that's going to pan out because there are still a lot of uncertainties with various COVID variants. And how are people going to feel in the fall? It's still a question mark for sure. But our hope is that there will be a lot of activities happening in the fall, that there'll be a lot of things that we can sponsor from a partner standpoint. And we really will be able to go all in, like you said, and really in the back half of the year, invest a lot in conferences. But to be honest, we're still being pretty cautious about our investment there. And so we have a better feel for, will it really be all in person? And will people feel comfortable, especially in our industry, being HR benefits and healthcare, will they actually feel comfortable going to a conference? So the verdict is still out on that a little bit, but we're hoping that people are going to be back. Yeah, totally. So let's dive into your background as a marketer for a minute. And 
and talk about what are ways in which you found to be successful in building relationships with customers and really succeeding in the role of marketing? Yeah, I actually started when I started at Paycor about 13 years ago now, I started as a customer marketing specialist or manager rather. And I really focused in and learned a lot about customer marketing at Paycor. So I think having done a lot of customer marketing over my past 13 years in the HR technology space, there are really five key things that come to mind. One of the things that is so important when you're marketing to customers is making sure you set proper expectations from the start. And that means sales and marketing is they have great materials and they are great experts on the product and they aren't overselling what the product will do. Secondly, having a deep understanding of your customers is so important. You really need to know why your customers love working with you. You need to know what they see as value because I'm a marketer and I don't always know what an HR benefits leader may see as most valuable in their day-to-day using our tool. So I really need to understand where are we providing the value and also what do we need to do to add more value and what can we be doing differently? Another thing is celebrating with storytelling. Customers many times love to share their stories of success through case studies or testimonials or presenting on a webinar. And so giving those opportunities to really out what they've been able to do and how they've been able to help their employees through our tool is something that is really great. Another thing to think about is customer-inspired product roadmap. It's really important to have your customers speaking into your roadmap all along the way. Totally. And yeah, it's it just, they if they have their fingerprints all over it, then they feel like, wow, this is something I've been able to help build and it's going to meet my needs very directly. And so we have lots of customer forums for sharing ideas. And we also bring forth products. We have product feedback sessions where people can come and look at the different iterations and help to guide us. Nice. And then also the last thing I would say is just having some of those wow surprises that make your clients feel valued throughout the year. A few things that we do there, we have an in-app chat where we respond to a customer's question within 90 seconds or less. And this absolutely delights our customers. It's something we don't talk a lot about when we promote our product, but yet it's something that they just absolutely love. Another thing is we host an annual customer conference when we can be in person, and that is in the mountains of Utah. And we have a lot of fun. We mix a a mix of learning and uh, networking opportunities. And then the last thing is we try to send little gifts and little surprises throughout the year. We'll send something in conjunction with our conference. We'll send something during open enrollment and even during the holidays. And we try to be really polished and thematic about the gifts that we send and making sure also that they are something useful to the client. I love that. Those are such great words of wisdom. And as we're wrapping up here, what key advice would you give to other marketing leaders out there? What key takeaways do you have for them? Yeah, I think it's so easy to get too busy and never really take the time to get to know your customers. We all know it's important 
but there are so many projects on the plate. That is one that you can easily push down your list of priorities and never really get to. Because you may say, oh, the client success team is having those conversations or the product team, they're always meeting with customers. But that doesn't mean that the marketing leaders get a pass. You really need to either join those calls or better yet, maybe host some of your own discussions to get the answers you need. The other thing that I think is really helpful is creating customer and industry advisory committees. So Mm -hmm. not a committee of your customers sharing ideas that you can talk where you can talk with them and and, uh, get their input, but also industry advisors, uh, people who are just experts on the healthcare industry and on the benefits industry. So we have two different committees like that at Artemis Health. And then we also have some industry experts who are just willing to meet one-on-one and we can run campaign ideas past them, messaging ideas, or simply just ask a question that we might feel dumb asking to someone else that they are there as our trusted advisor to help. So I would say those are the the pieces of advice that I would give. And just making sure that you really do take time to get to know your customers and don't let that float down the list of your priorities. So one of the things that Uh, people love to hear is the personal stories around different experiences and things in the past that that you've gone through. Do you have a personal story for me you could share in terms of doing marketing well and building those lifelong customer relationships? Yeah, I think one of the cool things that we did last year was something we call the ideal customer project. Hmm. It was a concept that the sales leader at Artemis and I embarked on because we really wanted to make sure we understood why our customers loved Artemis and how to talk to prospective customers and really tap into that desire that they may have to to work with us. And so we actually kicked off the six-month project at our annual company kickoff event, and we got everyone excited about it and made a big to-do. And then we had a very detailed project plan to make sure that the project actually happened and that we kept moving forward. We spent three months interviewing all of our customer success team members. We interviewed some of the folks in product, but most importantly, we interviewed a number of our clients and our partners. And we asked them things like, what do you love about Artemis? What happens in your day when you are just wowed by something that Artemis has done. What, what, can, what have we done that may have wowed you and really impressed you and made your date? We started a Slack channel where we shared learnings company-wide when we would have these conversations and we asked everyone else in the company to share what they were hearing from customers as well. And then we created a summary of what our customers loved about us and really shared that broadly as well throughout the company. And we also use this as a reason to start a customer advisory council that now meets quarterly so we can continue getting those learnings. So this project to me was one of the most interesting and fun projects I've worked on in a while. And I love the fact that it was cross-functional, that our sales leader was super excited about it, that customer success and product also really benefited from it. Yeah, that's a recent example that I would share. I love that. Thanks for sharing. I love that advice. Hey, thank you so much for joining. This has been amazing. I appreciate you sharing all your wisdom, advice, and words of insight. So thank you so much. 
Thanks for hosting me, Brad.